gather around. I'm about to tell you about the craziest first day ever. My name's Ezra and I work in animal control. You know, catching dogs and the occasional peacock. An easy job here in Socorro. I recently got relocated to a new department and it came with a generous raise. I'm talking two bedroom apartment, but no roommate kind of money. I also have a date tonight with a lovely girl named Marcy from M Mountain Coffee. So today was chalking up to be pretty great. Got dressed and headed over. My tour got interrupted by a call and now I'm riding with my new coworker, Paul, to my first case, I guess. Been doing this for years and I've yet to find the right word. Paul has a barbecue dad with a punny apron kind of vibe. Thick mustache, balding, and answers the phone with a yellow. We're riding in a 2001 Ford Expedition with most of the seats taken out to make room for a bunch of equipment that I've never seen before. As I eyeballed what I looked to be a metal net, I asked, So, what are we dealing with today? Well, bucko, a woman called about something attacking her chickens. Oh, so a raccoon or a coyote? Uh, no, 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 uh, we don't handle those, sport. <laughs> then what do we handle? Little did I know that Paul was about to casually drop a bombshell on my understanding of reality. Oh, we handle monsters, demons, and other oddities. Didn't you get my email? Oh, what? <laughs> Gosh darn it, must have typoed your email. Jeez, Paul, uh, what are we going to do with you? <laughs> like, uh, like dragons and unicorns and stuff? Oh, yeah, if this were the Scotland department. <laughs> so, no? Oh, no, no, sir. Mainly uh, rattle runners, demon-possessed pets, uh, beast folk, wear yodis, and uh, DMV employees. <laughs> I don't think Paul realized how much he's destroying my understanding of nature. I chugged my water, hoping it'll magically become something stronger, because who knows what's real anymore? Before I could ask another question, we arrived at the house. You go ahead, I'll, I'll find a place to park that isn't a gosh dang parallel. I went up to the door, rang the doorbell, and guess who opened the door? It was Marcy, my date. Even though there were chicken feathers in her red dyed hair, she was as beautiful as always. It's about time you got here. Hey, I know you, medium cappuccino. Yeah, I, uh, I work in animal control. I don't know if you could call what's back there an animal. At that moment, Paul comes up and tips his worn-down New Mexico tech hat. Howdy, ma'am. Uh, howdy. Well, let's get down to business. Can I get a description of the rascal? Yeah, I'll try. I I've never seen anything like this. It's gonna sound crazy. It, it looks like a hairless dog, but it has this weird golem-like body, like hands and everything, but very unfortunately no loincloth. It was attacking my chickens, so I had to bring them inside. It was sucking their necks. Oh, bingo! Sounds like a chupacabra. <laughs> Show Ezra where the fella is and I'll, I'll get the equipment. The, the chupacabra? Isn't that like, like, a, like a legendary creature? Do we need backup? Oh, no, 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 champ. Chupacabras are very common. They, those beasties mate like rabbits. They get old, like my wife. <laughs> Paul struts off to the van, sides in hand. Marcy led me through her house, passing many terrified chickens and out into her backyard. The gate to the chicken area was smashed in and there was a lot of blood and feathers. 
I saw a trail lead to a hole at the foot of her house. The thing killed about half of them. He's in the crawl space. I think he dragged Henrietta down there. All right, I'll check it out. As I knelt down by the hole to take a look, I felt a fear far worse than the German Shepherd case of 2012. But I was also deeply curious about this Andy Circus dog. I just found out these kinds of things existed. I pulled the flashlight out of my belt and peeked into the darkness. I followed the trail of gore with the beam of light. It went around the crawl space in a jerky circle, probably the chicken struggling for its life. I whipped my flashlight to the sound and was met with two eyes getting bigger and bigger and shit. Oh, oh holy shit. The chupacabra had leapt out and bit down on my forearm. Its pale clawed hands swiped at me as I fell backwards. I've been bitten before, but this bite was different. The chupacabra was sucking my blood as its teeth dug into my flesh like a bladed vacuum cleaner. Multiple veins in its face and neck turned a deep red as it sucked my blood. I smacked it with my flashlight and let it I smacked it with my flashlight and it let go of my now wounded arm and twisted its head. Its beady black eyes were laser focused on my neck. I was going to die on my first day. Time seemed to slow as it reared its head back. This was it for me. But before it could end me, I saw something shiny from the corner of my eye coming in fast. In hindsight, this was probably from the blood loss, but I thought it was an angel coming to take me away. From my right, a beautiful, dove-like voice cried out and said, Get the fuck away from him! The beast flew off of me and I turned to see Marcy holding a shovel. She stood like a warrior as the wind made her hair flutter like a hero's cape. Guess I was right about the angel part. Thanks! I got up as the bastard limped back into the crawl space. Paul walks out from the house with a large briefcase and a folded cage. What's all the hullabaloo? He bit the shit out of me. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Ma'am, do you have any red chili? Of course. Oh, you're going to want to put that on the wound. (laughs) We don't want to have to amputate old Ezzy's arm. (laughs) Amputate? Ezzy. Oh, run along inside. I'll get this little guy situated. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, now run along. Tick-tock till that there arm is no good. (laughs) We rushed to Marcy's kitchen, scaring the heck out of all those chickens. She grabbed some red chili and poured it onto my bitten forearm. It burned, and I held back tears as it seeped into my wound. You saved my life. Well, I wasn't just going to let it kill you, dummy. What you did was badass. (laughs) Please, badass would have been a katana or something. But that battle stance, though... Marcy smiles as she wraps my arm in an apron. Do you think John Goodman over there can handle that thing? He seems to have handled chupacabras before, while this is my first day. Never would have guessed. Yeah, you probably just called us to show off. (laughs) You caught me. (laughs) (laughs) Our eyes met as we smiled. I barely felt the bite anymore. So, uh... Are we still good for that date tonight? I think you mean our second date? Before I can reply to that very smooth move, Paul comes in. All right, got it caged up. Can, uh, why don't you help me carry it into the van? Think you'll be okay? Yeah, I barely feel it anymore. Oh, yep, that's the venom. Uh, here, man, put these gloves on, uh, so it doesn't get you. 
They go outside and come back through the house carrying the cage. The chupacabra was snarling and looking around, but something on the gloves deterred it from biting their fingers off. Maybe some kind of scent. I came outside as they loaded it into the Palmobile. There we go. Done and done. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll go let the chickens back outside. She headed back into the house and gave a wink as she passed me. I approached Paul as he closed the back of the van. Sorry that I wasn't much help. Oh, oh, hush. Everything's a learning experience. Uh, here, if it'll make you feel better, uh, I'll let you do the final step. The final step? Paul pulled out a device that looked like a flashlight, but with a big light bulb. Just take this and go wipe her memory. Push the button and make sure she sees it flash. Why would I want to wipe her memory? Well, we gotta keep the existence of these creatures a secret. Trust me, it's for the best. Uh, it'll only wipe the past 12 hours. Paul tossed it to me, giving me no choice but to catch it. Make sure she doesn't blink or nothing. I nervously headed back towards the house. Do I really need to do this? Marcy appeared in her doorway. You should probably get that bite looked at. Yeah. Is something up? She sees the device in my hand. What's that? Paul says I have to wipe your memory. She's gonna forget, so I figured to just be honest. Her face went from joy to concern. Are you serious? I nodded, and she sighs. So, I just be left with no idea why half my chickens are dead and there's red chili on my kitchen floor? I guess. Paul says we can't let it get out that monsters are real. Hmm, typical. It sucks, but if it's what you need to do... We both looked down at the device as if it were a gun. God, I hated how I had to do this. If it were yesterday, I would have doubted that thing even worked. Then an idea popped into my head. Well, it doesn't work if you blink. We looked up at each other and it immediately clicked with her and she nodded. I raised the device. Three. I laid my thumb on its button. Two. I closed my eyes. I hope she got the message. Did you get the message? What if I mess this up somewhere? What if I, what if I keep? One. I felt Marcy's hand on mine and we pushed it together. El Campo Santo was recorded in the shadow of the Sandia Mountains in the heart of Albuquerque, New Mexico. This episode was written by Gavin Varela. We are a production of Blackout Theatre Company, made possible with a generous grant from the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Affairs and New Mexico Arts. If you're interested in learning more about Blackout Theatre Company, check out our website at blackouttheatre.com.